when you can let go and allow makes it so much better than the plan that I had for myself. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. And thank you for being here, for pressing play, for listening in to what I have to say today. (laughs) Just rhyming, starting it off with some raps. Um, We just watched the Super Bowl this past Sunday. I don't know how many of you watched it, but that halftime show really got me going. I've been listening to Dre, Snoop, and Eminem all week long, which reminds me just how different I am. I can't fit myself into a box. I'm like, I'm going to meditate and put sage in my room and talk to my spirit guides. And then I'm going to go listen to some hate rap. Um, <laughs> I just, I've learned to accept it. Okay. I, I don't, um, I don't fit into the confined roles that society wants me to. I don't know how to explain myself to other people, but Let's just say I'm all over the place. But anyways, getting back into today's episode, I am so excited to share this one with you guys. I've wanted to record it for a really long time. I kind of wish I would have in the moment because I had all these feelings that are still definitely there, but they're not as like um, real time, if you will. And what I'm talking about is um, learning that I was pregnant. We announced it last week, me and my husband, Tyler, And just announcing it to the world and telling maybe not super close friends and family that this is happening is something that I've wanted to do for so, so long. And it really has been a journey and a process. And I'm excited to share it with you guys today, share some learnings in case there's something out there that you desire that just isn't coming forward and it makes you question why you're starting to feel uninspired, um, maybe not supported by the universe. And I'm here to tell you to hang on and a few things to remind you of to keep that faith muscle strong because I know sometimes it can be tough. So I'm going to first start off by kind of sharing a little background story. Um, for those of you who are new to the podcast and haven't listened to other episodes, um, I have been married before and I got married when I was around 25 or 26. And my whole life, I just have always dreamed of being a mom. I don't have the best relationship with my mom. I've definitely put that at peace and at ease and have forgiven her. Um, but growing up, I lived with my dad My mom did the best she could with what she had, but she was a drug addict. Um, She suffered from depression, bipolar, things like that, Um, was in and out of rehab and just really had a challenging time and really didn't have the energy to be the mom that I'm sure she wanted to be. And so that always drove me when I was younger and kind of more from a level of angst and resentment (laughs) that I held on to for a very long time was like, I'm going to be the best effing mother ever because I know exactly what not to do, right? 
But over time, um, and especially in preparation for really trying to have a baby, I learned to let go of those emotions because, as I've said on other episodes, holding resentment towards someone else um, when really they were trying to do the best they could is really only hurting you. And I know that our relationship, I learned a ton from that experience. I am the person I am today because of the mother she was to me. So I would never change it. I would never take it back. And we're in a place now where, you know, I see her every Sunday. I go to my sister's house for Sunday dinner, which is great. And I get to see her and I say, hi, and I love you and all that. And I've just moved forward. And that relationship, I learned the lessons I needed to from that. And I'm grateful for that. So just the very, very backstory is kind of that has driven me to always have this desire to be a mom. And I've always had this maternal instinct. I see babies and I just, with friends and um, people around me, just like cooking and supporting them and cleaning, kind of like the the picture of what you think a mom would be. I've, I've had those qualities forever and hopes that I'd be able to use them on my future baby. So I get married and the plan with my husband at the time was to start trying for a baby within like six months of us getting married. Back then I was very focused on timelines and chasing that lifestyle of, okay, now we're married, now it's time to have a baby and buy a house and all the things, right? So six months go by and he's like, you know, you know, I'm not really ready. Maybe we wait another six months. I'm like, all right, cool. I can't pressure someone into wanting to have a kid. It's a huge, huge, huge life commitment. You will have it for the rest of your life. And I want that person to be on the same page as me. Um, But also knowing that he knew how badly I've always wanted kids. And that was always very clear from the get-go that we would have children. Um, So we waited another six months and then another six months and then another six months. And I was starting to understand the pattern that maybe this really wasn't going to happen. And we had gotten the opportunity to live in Europe for uh, six weeks. And I left my job and it was a great experience. And during that time, he uttered the words to me that sometimes people just change and move apart and they're no longer meant to be together. And it was interesting because it wasn't in reference to our relationship. It was just like a nonchalant side comment. And I was like, um... Not something you want to say to your wife, fellas, just a tip. (laughs) Um, But I think I knew then that this probably wasn't going to work. And he decided he didn't want kids anymore. And being the person I was at the time, I was like, I'm committed. I don't believe in divorce. I'm just not going to have kids, I guess. So lots of tears and sadness and what could have been. But that didn't last very long because then, uh, for those of you who do listen, you know that he left um, probably about a year later in terms of timing. And then the dreams were really torn apart. There was really no option. I'm 30 years old. Oh my gosh, my life is over, right? That was kind of the thought process I went through at the time and ultimately ended up being one of the greatest things that have have ever happened to me. Um, Helped me grow into the person I am today But continuing forward on the track of this um, episode topic is now I'm single. I'm 30. um, I don't believe in love. I'm broken. I'm hurt. I'm sad. And I had to go through some life lessons with other relationships and other people and myself to discover that 
in order to attract the love I desire, I have to give that to myself first. And so I relearned to love myself and then to develop the ability and understanding that I deserved to be in a loving relationship with someone who supported me and wanted the same things as me and I didn't need to change them and all the all the ways in which I had unhealthy relationships in the past was really rediscovering what that looked like and how I could have a healthy relationship. And so there were times um, I was single for a couple of years and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to be the cool aunt because I have four older sisters. They all now have two beautiful babies, um, older babies, some are as old as uh, 15 years old. So um, not babies anymore, but um, ranging from two to 15. So there's a wide range there. But I was like, you know what? I'll just be the working aunt that has the ability to travel and do whatever she wants and kind of close the door too soon. And I've said this before is sometimes when we have a desire, we take score too soon. And we say, you know what? This isn't meant for me, I guess. When once it comes, you realize in hindsight that the timing just was off and it wasn't the right time. And so I really struggled with the idea that the dreams of motherhood were once again pushed aside. And then I met someone, um, ended up having a two plus year relationship with them and ultimately learned a ton from that relationship, a really good person, but just totally not the right person for me. And I remember one of our last like romantic conversations before we broke up, funny enough, was like, I need to have babies. Like if this is happening, it's happening soon. I was 33, I think at the time or 32, I was 32 maybe. And I'm like, I want to start trying. Like if I want more than one kid, like it could take a year to get pregnant. Again, going kind of back to the timelines and trying to control everything. Then a month later, we broke up. And then my dad crossed over the following month. So I was like, what in the hell? We're here again. Um, Deep sadness, deep learning. And again, the idea of being a mother was pushed, pushed away from me or so I thought. And what's funny is I actually was just recently re-listening to a past episode of this podcast. And I talk about on it, I was single at the time, that I hope to find a partner someday and I hope to still have kids. And that just like saying that out loud and being vulnerable and opening up and sharing my desires with you guys um, who are maybe strangers in the physical world, but I do believe we are energetically connected. I think, um, yeah, so just expressing that out loud and I got to hear it. And that was really um, special to just see how far I've come on the journey. So now continuing forward, I meet my husband and um, we dated for a quick COVID one year and then we got married and then we started our journey to have children. Just like me, he's wanted to have kids since his first marriage as well. And we both are just so psyched about being parents and that was just a big desire for us. So even before we got married, once we were engaged, we just started trying, started the journey. And for any of you who have experienced, um, I don't like calling it fertility issues, but 
I don't know what other word to call it. Maybe just not receiving or getting what you're expecting month over month. Um, first couple months, you're like, okay, cool. Like maybe it's just not, you know, I'm keeping my hopes up. Maybe it's just not the right time. And then you start getting more and more discouraged. You start questioning what's wrong with my body, what's wrong with his body. Why is this not happening yet again? Are you effing serious? <laughs> Finally, at this point, it's been 10 years of consistently desiring to be a mother and it's just not going to work this time, you know? So those thoughts start to come in. Um, we did do some testing, but I knew in my heart that if my body wasn't um, going to give us a baby naturally, just for me personally, I didn't want to go through any fertility, I would adopt. And so um, kind of coming to terms with that. And it's funny, we weren't even, hadn't tried that long. It wasn't um, like a couple of years or anything like that. And my heart just goes out to the women who might be experiencing that now. You might be listening and maybe it's a story from your past, your history, where you've decided to just no longer proceed with that route, or maybe you're currently in the thick of it. You're in the mud. I cannot imagine what you're going through. And every challenge that I've faced with this pregnancy is backed by the gratitude I have for the fact that I'm here. And I know so many women aren't. And my heart is with you and I see you and I just, I think of you often. But this episode really is about surrendering to what is. And now that I've shared the story of the journey of me getting here, I guess I kind of missed the biggest part was so <laughs> towards the end of last fall, um, I was pissed. I was over it. I Right when you're about to give up at the 11th hour is when the universe shows up, I feel like. And I'd actually um, done a test, a pregnancy test a couple of days early because I was just anxiously awaiting. It's like one of the tests that you can find out five days early and it was negative. And I was like, well, F this. I'm so done with this. Like pissed and sad and all the things. And then it was the morning I was supposed to get my cycle and it was a few days later and it was super casual. I'm like, I told my husband, I'm like, I might as well just go check because what was really odd, what was happening was um, my cycle was not timed correctly. So normally it's the same time every single month and it was getting late. And I'm like, you know what? If you're not going to make me pregnant, don't make me late so that I think I'm pregnant. Like that's such BS. Like, come on, throw me a bone here. Um, and so I went into the bathroom. Like I was, I think I was even like yelling at him from the bathroom. And then all of a sudden it starts to change color. And I reference that moment anytime I'm feeling frustration or worry or fear in any area of my life because I've never, ever felt so much gratitude. I just went into the kitchen and screamed thank you over and over and over again. Just so gracious. Um, something that I've wanted for so long is finally here. 
And I'm just so freaking happy about it, which is why, again, for those of you who might be on your own fertility journey, um, I know briefly what that feels like. And I'm just, I'm here for you energetically. But um, the 10 years of wanting this made it such a strong desire that I held within me. And I wasn't willing to give up on it. There were definitely times when I was, but I decided that I was just going to hold out until hope was completely lost. And I don't know what that would look like for me. Um, I didn't get there, but I, I hung on to it. And through this process since finding out, not only did I have to surrender my desire for these past 10 years of wanting to be a mom, wanting to be pregnant. But then once you get pregnant, you have to surrender in so many other ways. And what I mean by surrender is letting go of control and what you think is going to happen. Because um, for me, I was really sick my first trimester. Um, I was on the couch every single day. I'm a very active person, high energy. I work out every day, all the things. And I couldn't even get up and walk to the kitchen. Um, and then my husband and I got COVID. So on top of that, I was very ill. But I kept saying, I'm here for this. Like meaning I'm here for this. Like this is okay that this is happening. If this is just part of the process, I can't assume that I know what's supposed to happen because I don't. Looking back on these 10 years have taught me that. We have no clue what's supposed to happen. We have these ideas of how we want it to go, but letting go of that and allowing it to unfold as it should brings forward to you your desire, whatever that is, whether it's a baby or a relationship or a job or moving or whatever, when you can let go and allow, makes it so much better than the plan that I had for myself. Thank God I didn't have a kid with my first husband. Thank God I didn't have a kid with that boyfriend. You know, thank God all those things happened or source or whatever it is that you believe in. And it really showed up at the perfect time. I can say that now that it's happened. And I know when you're going through it, there are things that happen that make you start to question. Like, is there something wrong with me? What am I missing? What am I doing wrong? Why can't I get to where I want to? How come they're getting there and I'm not? That was a big question that I held for a long time. All my friends have kids, like very few that want them. Very few of them don't. And that was always, and I'm so happy for them. It was very much a joyful thing for me to watch them go through it. But then there were parts of me like, why not me? Like, what, what's wrong with me? Am I not supposed to have kids? You know, just making you question yourself. And when you really feel into your desire and you know that it's meant for you and it comes from a place of love and knowing versus I need this thing to prove my worth, then you know it's meant for you. That desire is meant for you and it will come. And holding that faith muscle and here's just a few um, reminders. 
if you are in a state where you're desiring something and it's just not coming forward, is surrendering, which I know at the time is like, how the hell do I do that? How do I let go of this and trust that it's going to come forward for me? Well, I find once you've exhausted all other resources, meaning tried to control the situation, um, try and make things or force things to happen and it's not working, I feel like you eventually come to a point if you can't get there before that you just let go and you're like, screw it. I don't, I can't, I can't fight anymore. And fighting actually pushes against the very thing you're trying to attract. And so a few things um, that I've learned through this process that I want to share with you that hopefully give you an ounce of inspiration is, um, I kind of mentioned them before, but bulleting them out is the plan that was set for me was far better than the one I had for myself. And so recognizing times in your life when this has been true, where Thank goodness that thing didn't work out the way I wanted it to because the plan that Source has for you is so much bigger than the one that you have for yourself. Number two is when things appear to be falling apart or setting you back, they are truly setting you up. So when my husband left me and I was devastated and sad, that was a setback that set me up to rediscover who I was, what I truly wanted, and to love myself, to learn to love myself and attract the right partner that I was actually looking for. And knowing that that was available to me and I didn't have to settle and be with someone that really wasn't a good fit. And so when you're in the thick of it, it can feel as though everything's falling apart around you and It can be challenging to not feel the victim of the circumstances of your life. But just remember that everything's always working out for your highest good. And the setbacks are really a set up. And then number three, which is probably the hardest one, is you must trust in divine timing. And reminding yourself by looking at other times in your life when you're glad things worked out when they did versus when you wanted them to. And then a couple of more just side note reminders of just not only every day waking up and just pure utter disbelief that I'm growing a human in my belly, but sharing with you, maybe some of you don't have the strongest faith muscle in something bigger outside of yourself. And I'm not here to convince you of that. I'm really not because you have to find that own journey for yourself. But just a few things (laughs) that have really, really instilled um, or like strengthen my faith muscle. Number one, I ain't doing shit for this kid right now besides resting and like feeding myself. For example, I'm not saying, all right, today's the day to grow the arm. Okay, let's make sure the lungs are being developed. How do I go in there and control that? No, I'm literally sitting, living my normal life. And this thing is growing inside of me week by week. And it is extraordinary. Like we watch these videos every Friday of like, what's happening this week? And they're like, the lungs are growing and the skin is getting thicker and all the organs have developed. And it's like the size of my finger, (laughs) the child is. And it's just like, what is happening? I'm not doing that. Okay. So what do you think is doing that? Science? Okay. Then who's driving the science? 
right? Like that has to somehow spark within you that there's something going on here. Like that I'm able to carry a human and they're developing in perfect timing as they should without me having to do anything. Like that's insanity. When you try and grasp that, we all assume it's normal and don't question it too much because it's crazy. It's insane. So that's one thing. And then this led me to believe like, or like think about how the world just spins perfectly on its axis. And Abraham Hicks talks about this too, in perfect proximity from the sun. And no one is driving that or regulating it or making sure that that's happening. And again, science, but who's driving the science? It has to come from somewhere, right? Where's ground zero? Like, where does it start? And just knowing that that's something that's bigger than us, that's making this all go round and work and operate. And so if you can believe in that and you have proof in that, then maybe you can allow that whatever it is, source, God, universe, um, whatever it is that you believe in, to think that they might be there supporting you as well, right? Like, can you believe that? If they're able to somehow, without a project manager (laughs) overseeing the development of the child in your belly, and it just shows up in perfect timing exactly how it should, like, that's so extraordinary, It has to be able to support you in your desires and in your life. And just thinking that thought, like I'm fully supported and everything's happening around me. I don't have to have it all figured out. I don't have to work hard. I don't have to struggle. I can just go within, connect to this thing, whatever it is to you. And having that guidance and that support that just is such a freeing, peaceful thought. So this didn't necessarily go how I thought it was going to (laughs) go. I shared a lot of personal information as I always do. But I thought it was important to say if you have a desire or something that you want to happen and it hasn't happened yet, is to just hang on a little longer because I'm on the other side of it. And so now my faith muscle is super strong. I've been where you've been. I can resonate with how you feel and know that your desires are meant for you. And that just because it hasn't shown up yet doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. And just know you're never going to get it done. You're always going to have another desire. After this kid comes, I'm sure... My desire will be more free time and sleep, right? We live a pretty bougie life. I was actually telling one of my girlfriends who has three kids and runs her own business. Um, I was like, I just can't relate to you. Because like we make dinner, we like play cribbage, and then we like watch shows at night. And then we go to bed and we sleep soundly and we wake up when we want to. And like, I get it. Things are going to change. But I'm here for all of it. And I've never wanted anything more in my entire life. So stay tuned to future episodes where I'm on here like, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm excited. So I hope you got something from today. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time. 
Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.